Once upon a time, way back when there were only 9,000 Arsenal podcasts, six young men from various backgrounds. A young basketball prodigy with more trophies in the last 20 years than Totten and Hotspur. An Irish kid with a horrible haircut. A young Jewish nerd who hadn't discovered food yet. A child from Hemel Hempstead who didn't want to be English no more. A handsome young man who learned to play football on the hard streets of Disney World. And a young Mexican AC Milan fan. Hatched a plan to take over the world of Arsenal podcasts. But then these boys became men. Jared. Ewan. Magic. Aston. Andy, and Miguel, and the rest, my friends, is history. And now, all these years later, you tune in every so often to hear their incredible takes, their football knowledge, and their sensual advice. But now, it's gone too far. You, our fans, are at long last witness to season seven 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 welcome to the gooners pod hello and welcome to another episode of the gooners podcast this is not a repeat we are back uh, after six minutes of being off the air uh with episode 71 this is the first of three episodes of one of my favorite shows of the uh of the fixture list of uh of arsenal uh podcast that the gunners pod does but uh we have with us today a special all-star panel to help us formulate and mold together the final 64 teams in the 2023 third annual fa cup of football phrases and joining us today to help judge you know because these phrases are so typically english they're so not found in America. They're just, they're poetic. They're incredible. They're magnetic. They force me to go out and get a bell to ring them every every time I hear them. So who better to judge them than another Yank, uh, Aston, uh, my ride or die. You're, you're with me again. How you been? How you been over the last four minutes? You know, it's been an interesting four minutes. In the last four minutes, I saved a puppy. My mom died. I uh, oh, I traveled yeah. the I traveled the world. It's been a great four minutes. But can I say the word on, with Odegaard? The word on the street I hear is "screw the World Cup." This this is what everybody tunes in for, and and, and long may it continue. One hundred percent. Thank you for ending right as I took a big sip of, uh, <laughs> of my sports drink. We are um, so in tune. Speaking of people who find this particular competition way more exciting than than world cup arsenal and um you know the uh dag and red combined we have with us daniel robert who uh i believe is a tom canton super fan but he also likes us a little bit and uh and and the uh, the only thing he loves more than bird leno uh who we no longer have a picture of uh, in, in the queue is the FA Cup of football phrases? You've been you've been on me for a year and a half to to get this done. I told you that when it happened, it would be huge. Here you are. I'm not huge anymore, but this is welcome to the Gunners Podcast, Daniel Robert. 
Oh, I'm so excited. I'm pumped for this one. Are you buzzing? Like, I'm buzzing as well. I'm I'm on tenterhooks. Oh, okay, well that buzzing isn't one, but tenterhooks is and uh and I yeah. and I think we'll be we'll be making some decisions on that today. But welcome Dan. And James, the man with a single letter last name, um B uh is in the house we uh we had you join us for the for the charity potathon where where you were uh unex- unexpectedly put to the test of of having to defend your uh not having to but uh but having a nice open conversation about AFTV and and we appreciate you being a good sport with that and ever since then we've been talking about how to get you on for a more fun kind of uplifting episode and uh and and I just want to tell you that your recent affiliation with Gooners versus cancer uh, with AFTV for the, for the FIFA tournament was sublime, which is another word that we have today. I, I enjoyed it way more than I even thought that I would. And that's largely because of you. Thank you. No, thanks for having me back. I actually really enjoyed the conversation about AFTV. I, I did enjoy it. And um, you guys keep doing some absolutely amazing work and the FIFA was great. I think the best thing for me about the FIFA well, second best to raising all the money, of course, and all that. Second best thing oh, that. was that I got to show people I'm actually all right at FIFA. You made yourself okay. out to be like, like the, the the Tahiti national team compared to like Spain, who the other guy. I mean, that, that you were not bad. You won a you won a match. I I mean, I drew a match, but I scored a really good goal. Uh, <laughs> like uh, it got it got Turkish. Do you see Turkish's eyes? He kind of went, oh. Okay, I was like, listen, I can, I can play. I am played, slow played that. You slow played that shit like, like, like crazy. I mean, I, I was very surprised. I thought we were going to have because I know that the players that in these tournaments, because this is the third one that we've done, I knew that by the time they made it to the quarterfinals, you were going to be playing against some, some monsters. And oh, I even yeah. personally know some of these guys because I think my son yeah. and and two of his friends play every year, and one of them, Felipe, is is ridiculous. All he does is play, is play FIFA. I'm not sure he goes to class. He's at uni, but uh, but so uh, so I was pleasantly surprised by the level of competition. And then I know I, I were were you there for the final? No, I, I was you actually away for the final. But did um... you watch it? Because I've never seen an Arsenal fan TV or AFTV media watch along that had more natural energy and spirit in it. Really? That. And I'm talking World Cup. I'm talking Arsenal, maybe in the Europa League final. Like there was more energy and, and excitement in that room for that final, which couldn't have gone better. On, on, on... Oh, no, I was actually I was away, I think. But I'll, I'll, I'll go back and watch that back. But I know Turkish had an absolute blast with it all, to be fair. Really oh, it was it. it was hilarious. Turk, Turkish uh, judges and shards were, were I mean, and, and the game didn't include any of them, the final. But it was yeah. so there was a comeback. They had it was extra time. It oh. was incredible goals. And I mean, they were literally like like the veins were coming out of Lee Judge's side of his head, which you normally yeah, well. only see. What else? I'm still, I'm still holding that grudge because I, I came second on goal difference to the winner of the tournament. That's right. Well, yeah, my son, my son lost to the winner. That that was a big upset winner, Daniel Mortimer, uh uh bringing home the tournament for uh and I drew Tim. I'll I'll take it. Yeah, very talented players. Yep. Well. Maybe it's your year next year, Daniel, and and no, we might just be having that. we might just be doing another one in about a month and a month and a half with a very very special kind of uh, I'll have to talk to 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 Turkish and you about the AFTV angle in it, but um, there is a very notable Arsenal supporting uh, streamer of FIFA uh, with about a million followers on YouTube who's going to be uh, 
helping to promote and uh, and and get that that tournament going. So it might just be a growing and bigger and bigger uh, thing, and maybe more than just once a year. So Daniel, get them fingers ready. And, and that's the thing, right? Because one of the things I think this last year has taught us is how massive our fan base is and how diverse and how much like doing these different like inter fan activities. Like, obviously, you know, we're talking about FIFA now, but don't forget, we've got Gunnar Gras coming right around the corner. We've got the we've got meetups. We've got all of that stuff happens because we have the best fans in the world. Straight up. There's not even a question. It's not, it's no contest. You walk into, you can't convince me that any other club has a better fan base to us. So hopefully you'll be seeing a lot more entertainment and interaction from us in the future. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, you know, we went directly from that kind of mutual, uh, mutual sponsorship of the, of the, the charity tournament and collaboration to, uh, to what we're doing now Then I'm coming over to London and, uh, and, and I'm going to be hunting you down James to do some stuff together. Uh, then I'm going to Gunagra. It, it's just one kind of Arsenal-related experience after another. And, and and you don't want me on my soapbox about how great the Arsenal fan base is and how doing this kind of stuff, even you know, regardless of whether we're winning or losing on the pitch, just makes me love this club even more. Uh, Mark yeah. B does have a couple good comments, which is that the uh, the AFTV crew should have to play a little bit a little bit earlier in the tournament. I was thankful that nobody won because I didn't want that. You know, I. I not that I was rooting against Turkish or Shads or you, but I, it would have been a little harder to explain. Um, I hear that. No, I hear that. I but, said, uh, I, yeah, maybe maybe we enter the qualifiers. Why not? I mean, I certainly turned my place in the quarters. I don't think, I don't think I'm uh, good enough to just be dropped in at that stage. Um, Turkish and Shads are a little bit more, to be fair. And uh, yeah, and and then he also uh, Mark also noticed that he has he might just have the same last <laughs> name as you do. Uh, you know, as far as we know, that that's the case. So. Let's get started with this because it's uh, we've got 26 matchups to uh, to resolve today, and um, and what we're doing is we have a we have got 90 different phrases this year. We've grown from 64 to 90, and what that has necessitated is a preliminary round. And just like they do in the FA Cup, I believe they they have some of the early preliminary rounds in the FA Cup are regional. They've got a north and they've got a south. And um, and and so we're going to go through the north and the south today, and uh, hopefully you will all be able to see that. Now, we were supposed to have five people today. Instead, we have four. So if we end up in any kind of log jams where where essentially we've got a we've got a Desmond, uh, that's not offensive to say, is it? What I have no idea. But are you saying that the audience is going to decide? Well, yes, the, our our fifth vote should it be necessary will be uh will be the chat so as soon as you see the matchup as soon as i announce the matchup put your put your votes in um and aston will be canvassing the uh the chat to see who who wins if in fact that that uh, fifth vote is necessary but if it's a three one or it's or or four nil then uh you know then absolutely we won't need you so just keep that in mind we're, we don't need you we're what we want you I, in I, certain I, circumstances i need you yeah i need you just a little does okay so here we go uh let's share the screen i'm ready let's do dan it. are you are you are you gonna be able to hold it together i don't know about this we'll see <laughs> dan's acting like i do when i see lamb ribs uh well, good right. snake so from we go. in the uh in the in the fa cup preliminary round north our first matchup is between first hurdle as in failed at the first hurdle and onion bags 
or onion bag, which I believe is the uh, is a goal, the goal netting. Mm. Um, and uh, so we're going to start with Aston, who <clears throat> the winner of this matchup will go up in the in the regular tournament next Tuesday against Under the Kosh. And I'm not well, going to use the bell, otherwise it's all you'd be hearing for this podcast. So. Uh, well, well. First, I want to I want to point out the technical aspects that we have. We have onion bags, really nice sounding, really like you know you get a real kind of flavor when you when you hear that phrase. But first, yeah. hurdle. Do me a favor. Say hurdle three times. Hurdle, 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 hurdle. That's gotta be it. That, That's that, also that, five, by the way. Aston, Aston can't count. I, I, I can't. I can't. It's, it's actually a fact. It was actually in that interview with Odegaard where I revealed that. Um, but. I have got to go first hurdle. I almost spit on my screen for the second time. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you're going first hurdle. Uh, James, uh, being next in the in the lineup, you uh, you have your say. You can you can yeah. echo him. You can go against him. I I got to agree with first hurdle. Also because there's something I love about it in that I think it rarely actually makes a lot of sense. Like there's so much football always being played. When is the first hurdle? When was the first hurdle? Like, do you know what I mean? It just gets thrown out there so much. Um, and I actually hadn't heard of onion bags. I mean, hearing it now, sure, I like it. Um, but first hurdle, it's kind of, I don't know, there's story around it. There's a narrative, you know, Arsenal enter January. They're facing Newcastle. They drop points. Ah, the first hurdle, that kind of nonsense. You know what I mean? Like there isn't yeah. 21 games to play still. So, yeah, I'm going for first hurdle. I love how beautifully pointless it is, yet it's so used. Okay, first first hurdle in position, but it's not there yet. So, Daniel Robert, you have the ability to either send first hurdle into the tournament or send it to uh, further consideration. So, what are, what are your thoughts? Well, uh, I want to give a huge shout out to Onion Bags because I, I think <laughs> have you ever said that sentence before? <laughs> no. I, I think I first heard it, it like on FIFA about 10, 15 years ago. <laughs> And so it's kind of stuck with me since then, but I don't really hear it being used now. I see first mm. hurdle quite a lot. And you're right, James, in terms of Newcastle being the first hurdle. The only thing is, I guarantee you that our the Spurs game will be the next first hurdle. Yeah. Mm. So we will hear that quite a lot. But I agree, first hurdle. All right. Well, then uh, my uh, my my vote is then a dead rubber, but, uh, but I... I'm 100% behind onion bags. I, I I don't generally support losers, but in this case, I'm giving them a sympathy vote because uh, I don't want them as onions to cry. Uh, that would be the natural thing to do. But uh, despite my generosity to onion bags, first hurdles now through to the proper first round against under the cosh. So hopefully now everybody gets how this thing works. Um, and, uh, and we are uh, we're going to move on because we've got 25 more of these to do today. So um, the next, by the way, just a preview: uh, noose and handbags in a tough first round matchup, Oof. or nouse, I guess it is, uh, and and handbags in a tough first round matchup. Now we're not going to comment on these because we don't want to we don't want to take any of the shine away from from Peter Drury. Poison the well. I mean, if we have a talk about it here, it will devalue Peter Drury and Lee Dixon. So um and sophie so we don't want to do that but that's that's a preview of the first round matchup now this one is huge top bins against half a chance for the opportunity to travel to asking questions next tuesday um that's a big one we're gonna start now we're gonna, we're, we're, we're we're gonna shift this around so i believe since aston went first last time james you've got the first call on top bins versus half a chance 
Oh, this is so difficult. Um, <laughs> top bins is like really satisfying because you hear it when someone's actually pulled it off. You know, like they've scored a great goal. It's hit the top. And so, oh, top bins. Half a chance is is kind of great as well because a bit like a bit like the last one. I mean, I can't. You know what they're trying to say? Like they could have scored, but they weren't really expected to. I I love them both. I love them both, and it breaks my heart to have to not pick one of them. But I am going to edge towards top bins. Very, it's just a very loved phrase. I think. Okay, so top bins takes an early lead. Daniel, it's it's your call now. See, I think both these phrases deserve to be in the in the next round. But mm. I had to choose one. you get these matchups? I mean, you know, you get you get your Sutton United against uh, yeah. uh, against uh, you know Boramwood sometimes, and you just have to you have to play yeah. them. Exactly. Um, I, I hear it all the time, and it, it has to be half a chance. Like, what does it really mean, half a chance? A chance is a chance. <laughs> but you hear all, all the pundits say it, so it has to be half a chance for me. I'm I'm going to echo that, and mostly just because. Uh, while top bins is pretty is pretty cool, half a chance as an American is. I mean, it, it's the it's the kind of arrogant sounding. You know, the the it's the and I'm not saying the accent is arrogant sounding. I'm just saying half a chance is to me what makes it special. I love it. It's uh, it, it generally speaking, I choose the ones that are as non American as possible, and and top bins for me is. Uh, is a, is a little more Yankee, so uh, I'm going with half a chance. Uh, it has pulled ahead 2-1. Aston, you now have the power to either send them through or send it to the audience. I got to be controversial here. You said that half a chance is more English. Who in America says bins ever? <laughs> you know what's? I didn't say half a chance was was more English. I said half a chance is. is more oh, fair, fair. Oh, that's fair. I didn't hear the accent the first time. You, you really you. I should have put to... that in italics. It would have made it a little bit mm. more clear, but. Yeah, it would, it would have made sense. Now, what's interesting about this matchup is these two phrases are diametrically opposed, right? Top bins is the exact opposite of half a chance. Like, if you think about it, like, when you have half a chance, that means you scuffed a shot. You didn't really, you didn't really get a, you didn't really score. But Not always. Bins, it, mean, it might, it could mean that, and, and I should just let you go. I shouldn't try to influence you, but this is going to happen. I'm sorry. Uh, it's my game. I make up the rules. Uh, half a chance could be a situation where you wouldn't have expected to have any chance and you've actually created half a chance. I, I, I love I love the politics. He wants me to go for half a chance so bad and it makes me well, want to believe in something. I'm going I'm going to, uh, you know, <laughs> you, you should have seen him before before this whole thing. He literally just like he, he bought me like a, a nice continental breakfast. And on top of I that, I give it continental breakfast and I take it continental breakfast away. <laughs> like, no, I, I oh, I think I'm going to give it to the audience because I think Top Benz has got is got it for me. I really, really like that's Top Benz. Top oh, Benz, yeah. man. That's that's yeah. like Man City going out the first stage. Well, you know, again, it happens. It, it can happen. You, we see what happens in some round threes of the FA Cup. All right, so let's see what we're, when we started this one in chat. Um, I think it starts with Mark Buckryden, who said top bins. We got one, two, three. Joey, Joey talking about the matchup, but not giving an actual answer. Top bins mm. must win four. All right. Well, look, it's a democracy. Um, I, 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 I might cheat, but I can't. But I can't. I'm not. I'm not asking to stop the count. I'm not asking mm. to inspect voting machines. So. Uh, <laughs> 
So, Can you yeah. see how much this hurt him? Like that one hurt Mike. Like I, yeah. I literally was this yeah. moment when he was reading all the like audience comments. He's like, "Oh, ooh, I, I don't know if he's going to recover. Do you think he's coming back, James?" Uh, no, I'm, I'm not sure. I feel bad. I sort of want to give him half a chance because <laughs> <laughs> I was so tall. Uh, I thought I had half a chance of getting all my favorites through, but uh, <laughs> you know, look, the randomizer picked these two against each other. If, if you know, uh, this is why we do it every single year and we get different results because you know, you're just going to get different matchups, and um, you know, there is no one true dominant phrase that wins every year. So, will, will half a chance kind of drop into the kind of World Cup Conference League or something <laughs> in, in, into the uh, into the FA Vars? <laughs> oh no. Look, if this proves to be popular, and, I, and based on our, our current watch, uh, watching count, I'm saying it's not that popular. Uh, but if this proves to actually, you know, if if, if AFTV should decide to uh, to purchase, to put some purchase on our show um, and, and purchase the rights to the FA Cup of Football phrases, then, you know, maybe we'll, uh, you know, we'll, we'll end up doing that. And then there could even I'll be speak a Champions right League. We, we can add Spanish and German phrases into it as well. <laughs> My, my my favorite thing is my, Mike has been banging this drum about how we need to not change the World Cup and how FIFA is so corrupt for trying to add teams to it. And here he is trying to no, add a whole layer to I've the never tournament. Said that. I've literally never said that. Um, but anyway, all right. So yeah, we'll have we'll, our, our next matchup in the in the Champions League next year will be uh, top bins against. Um, all right. On a serious note, though. Our next one is big. Have their tails up and form goes out the window for the or for the ability to play against the aforementioned purchase. Um, this is tough. We're going to start with Daniel Robert. Have their tails up or form goes out the window? I think um, ne- not this Sunday, next Sunday, it's the, the North London derby and form goes out the window. So it has to be form goes out the window. All right. Um, I I will go second, and uh, frankly, I I I tend to agree that form goes out the window, but I think Arsenal's going to have their tails up for that game, and uh, and and I'm I'm going to I'm going to level it at one with a last minute goal before halftime, uh, and uh, and send it to the final two. But uh, we're we're one one on have their tails up, and form goes out the window. Another good first round matchup. Mm, it's a great one, Aston. <clears throat> So this is this is rough because like if Arsenal go into the Tottenham game and they have their tails up in the first 15 minutes we're winning. But if form goes out the window, then Tottenham are doing better. And that's that's really what I'm thinking about because on current form, I don't want our form to go out the window. Tails up makes me think of puppies. So I'm going to go with tails up cuz I'm thinking about puppies. Nice. All right. Look Puppies and 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 uh, not wanting to lose the North London Derby are two very good reasons to send mm. uh, tails up into the uh, into oh. the first round proper. James, you have the power. Are we going three so, one? Are we sending it to the sending it to the chat? No, the thing. See, the thing with form goes out the window is, I actually believe in that. I actually do believe that for <laughs> certain matches, form doesn't really matter. Um, so I don't get as much enjoyment out of the fact that I actually do agree i think it's actually quite a correct phrase have their tails up like i know what they mean but you just hear commentators say it so much and you're kind of like it's like the team have perked up a bit and they're kind of awake now so i'm gonna go with have their tails up that nicks it for me three one to win it nice three one for tails uh looks like the chat was getting ready to vote for form goes out the window but uh as we said before you don't get a vote uh 
So uh, have their tails up against purchase, though. That's going to be sorry, King Joey. It's going to be crazy. So uh, yeah, Joey. Uh, Joey does love that. He also loves matriculating, uh, <laughs> which uh, which is the opposite of a classic football phrase. But um, all right, so here we go. To face done and dusted in the first round, we got hair dryer treatment and early doors. These are some uh, great ones. Yeah, I mean, look, there's there's 90. Next year, there could be 120. We we could have to, you know, we could literally have nine shows to get to our final uh, winner. But uh, hair dryer treatment and early doors. I believe uh, it's my turn to start this one, and um, you know, I'm gonna just go for the obvious one for me. Hair dryer treatment is so English, so mm. not American. I no one here. I, I could walk down the street and talk to a thousand people and ask them what the hairdryer treatment is and probably get 900 different answers, all of which would be wrong. So I'm going to go with, uh, with hairdryer treatment and send it down to Asta. But are you allowed to use that phrase? Uh, it's just, it's just, it just seems like it just seems a little off the hairdryer treatment thing. I feel like that's a, there's a correlation. I think <laughs> I, <laughs> I think... now I'm racist. <laughs> I don't know where that came from. I was just pointing out that you, you don't have any cancelled. Oh, oh, it was a non-hair thing. Okay, I thought you were pointing to your hair specifically. All right, no. Yeah, well, I can use it because I have great hair. It's never going anywhere. Look at this. I'm, I'm, I will be fully. I will have a full You're head of hair. Of, of the Gunners podcast. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Matter of fact, we, uh, we actually uh, tr- swap, uh, swap techniques all the time. But early doors, early doors. That is such a classic classic phrase but i fucking hate it so hair dryer treatment it is all right that's two nil aston you are baldest um <laughs> james um i'm gonna give this one to early doors you know i, I agree i kind of hate it but that see hair dryer treatment the only person i think of is sir alex ferguson <laughs> so, yeah, just, so 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 i'm just not having it um early doors again what on earth does it mean what what what's a, d- a door being early got to do with football but i get it like it gets said and i know if i'm playing football and someone goes all right james early doors i'm like i know exactly what you mean i know exactly what you want from me um so i'm giving it to early doors that is a good question right. how does a door come early like, are these like sentient doors that are just like you imagine you know when your train comes just, and the doors are just already open like <laughs> <laughs> like, it's not even stopped yet. It's like, oh, thank you. And is there are late doors. doors? It's like, yeah, we have the question: Are there late doors? Now, you know what makes these beautiful is that they don't have to make any sense or have like opposites no. or synonyms or antonyms. They're just what they are. Um, so, uh, so yeah, early early doors is now in the race. And uh, and Dan, it's uh, it's two one hair dryer treatment with you as the final vote. Yeah, I mean, I have to make it to all because hairdryer treatment. All, all right, all chat, I, get ready. All I like about that is, well, I don't like about it, but I, I hear James's point about Fergie, whereas early doors, you hear it all the time, but it just doesn't make any sense, which is why we love it. All right, so it's 2-2. Uh, frankly, it, it, this is kind of a, a, a Yank versus uh, English thing um, with the votes. So we got the we got the crowd, uh, we got the fans, we got the supporters in the in the in the uh, in the audience. Early doors or hair dryer treatment? So far, we got. Uh, I don't know if Dublin Gunner was voting for early doors or not. He said we don't even use that in Ireland. Um, 
need to see some votes here. Uh, well, it looks like I think Mark is going with James and Daniel on this one. We've got Patrick with early doors as well. I think Joey in the very beginning said early doors. So we have a very good lead. I haven't seen a single hair dryer treatment. So I think the crowd has spoken. Yeah. All right. We got it. Uh, early doors is through. And, um, you know, early doors and done and dusted. I mean, the, those are two completely opposite. Oh. The, that That's going to be a clash of styles. <laughs> I have to mm. tell you. Yeah, that's part of the bus versus tick attacker. That's yeah, yeah that's that's, old, be... that's Mourinho versus Guardiola classic, you know. Yeah, yeah, what a what a comeback. That I mean that that early doors match, that was you know the Czech Teote, and uh I mean that 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 brings back some memories. All right, rampant and false nine. I have a feeling like this one doesn't to me seem that evenly Mikey muted. <laughs> Yeah, my mic my mic got pulled out for some reason. Uh, it, it, I'm glad it just did, I'm glad it didn't happen early doors. Um, so we shall start with you, Aston. Rampant or false nine? What if your false nine is rampant though? Like yeah, that's that's the thing. False nine, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, false nine. Is anybody not think messy when they hear the word false nine? That's kind of like. Every time I think false nine, that's the first thing that comes to my mind. The first thing that comes to my mind is ESR, unfortunately. I think Winnie against City. (laughs) (laughs) Trauma. Trauma. I I, I let those memories go. I try to to never think of those things again. But rampant, oh, I like rampant because it's like this feeling like Jacques is rampant today. Ooh, that's a good game. That's a good game. I want to watch that game. I want to watch a game with somebody going rampant. That's it. Rampant it is. Mm-hmm. All right. James? See, on false nine, I think Bobby Firmino. Ooh. You know, he's I just because he really wasn't ever a striker. He's not even, he's not, not like, I know we hate him, but like Harry Kane who drops into midfield, that's not really a false nine. And he kind of does that whole thing. Firmino mm-hmm. really wasn't a striker that just found a way to score goals and tied all together. But definitely not Willian. I was actually on a show the other day and I was trying to remember who. Who Chelsea let us have? And I was thinking Ben Ayun, Czech, David Luiz. I was like, I knew that. Who is that? There was one more. Who is it? And then Turkish went, Isn't it William? And I went, Well, that's why. I mean, that is exactly yeah. why. Completely did, did you see did you see him with the uh, Shakhtar Donetsk CEO and um, yeah. him Eduardo and yeah, what, what what's going on there? Okay, Chelsea, that's, out Chelsea. that's not allowed. Yeah, yeah, quick question. Is he is he pitching Mudrik for us or Chelsea? Chelsea does he? he hate, I bet he hates us. I honestly yeah. think he hates us. Why wow, you guys quick? How did you guys so quick? Hey, William, fuck you. All right. Um, honestly, uh, sorry. So I'm giving it to rampant. Everything um, Aston said, I agree. It's like when Arsenal have been rampant, they've they scored five, they've been all over. The press has been right, they've been tearing them apart. Everyone's firing on all cylinders. I'm that's another one, by the way, firing on all cylinders. Get, I, don't, I don't know if that's in this, but you can chuck that one in next year's. Yeah. Oh, oh um, I've been making a list of all the. I, when I, I at the beginning of this, I almost said something about going from strength to strength, and then I'm like, shit, I didn't have that one. <laughs> so I'm, I have I a list it. of ones that are going to be added next year. Amazing. Um, um, I don't know. Yeah, is firing on all cylinders, not, like exclusively English, though. I think I feel like you would you would hear that in an NFL game, and my my criteria is something that you would never hear said. In an in an NFL game, that's fair enough. You don't I have to watch NFL to know. 49ers are rampant right now. Yeah. So I see what uh, you're saying. Yeah. Yeah, rampant gets my vote. All right, Daniel. Yeah, I have to agree because I think false nine just kind of gives me bad memories of what we've tried to do in the past. Whereas yeah. rampant, yeah, we've been rampant this season, and 
yeah, I hear it a lot. So I, I agree. Well, and and I'm going to make it four nil mostly for the for the fact that uh, you know rampant is something that would be part of a classic Peter Drury spur of the moment like goal scoring announcement uh, type of rant and uh, you know Arsenal are rampant and and just you know false nine is like a it's depressing b it's not really something that is said in the in the heat of the moment so uh, they so, have yeah, an extremely rampant. tough draw though. Like I said, I, I, I yeah. Well, rampant. I don't know about that. I, I kind of, I kind of fancy rampant to get at least to the round of thirty-two, and then it's going to get interesting. But that's we're looking ahead, which I said we weren't going to do, so it's my fault. Um, all right. Next, we have home and dry against cynical for the right to play against dead rubber in the next round. Um, don't think about the future competition, but between home and dry and cynical. I believe uh, James, it's you first, or no, it's Daniel Robert first. Um, uh, I'm gonna go for home and dry. I, I don't really hear cynical a lot. Mm. Maybe I don't know, but home and dry, I kind of hear it that if, if we can win this game, we'll be home and dry. So yeah, I'll go for that one. Nice. Um, I'm gonna pick home and dry as well. I think I tweeted something a week or two ago about how how Peter Dre actually said that, which is when this that phrase got entered in the tournament that you know Arsenal are nearly home and dry. And I was watching the game uh, with Andy Rhodes, who was supposed to be here today, and his family, uh, many of whom are West Ham fans. And I was so excited about our comeback against West Ham. And I was at his house, so I was neither home nor dry uh, at that time. And, and uh, it was enjoyable. So I'm going to make that two. Aston, are you going to be cynical or are you uh, going to make home and dry home and dry? Well, uh, I, I don't want to give it all away all in the front. I'm going to walk you through this. All right, everybody walk, walk through this with me. Now, the thing about cynical is it's so fun to say. It's got a very, it's like yeah. if you ASMR that, like you're like, ooh, it kind of makes your brain tickle. But the thing is, is Arsenal have been victims of incredibly cynical fouls for so long that I actually hate the word. I actually, like, like this isn't actually a truth. Like, I hate people saying cynical foul. I hate it because they'll say cynical foul and then they won't give the player a red card or we'll see that player again next week, or we'll see another team kick Arsenal off the pitch next week. It's almost like it doesn't mean anything. So home and dry it is. So, so home and dry is home and dry, but we still have uh, an opportunity to see if it's a, if it's a four or a three, one. And uh, yeah, the more, the more I hear the word and look at the word cynical on the screen, the more I'm start- it, it sounds like a most ridiculous word in the world, but yeah, uh, but James, how are we? It's, how are a, we it's a clean sheet, four nil, clean and I, I agree. By the way, you know, Aston, there's a whole, and if you ever want to do this show, I happily do it with you guys. Uh, there's a whole discussion around cynical fouls and the way they're officiated in games. Mm. I'm of the belief. A lot of people will call me weak or whatever. I'm of the belief that <laughs> if you make any tackle that wasn't with a genuine attempt to win the ball, there should be far more serious consequences than a yellow card. I mean, every tackle should be with the intent of trying to win the ball back. And if you haven't, you don't belong on a football pitch. One day, someone will go for the typical, oh, I tripped them to get that yellow card or a shirt pull. And someone will get actually really seriously injured. Um, and we'll look at that and go, well, yeah, they made no attempt to win the ball. So I, I, I think there's a whole conversation around that. So, yeah, hate the word yeah, cynical. Yeah. Get cynical fouls out the game. Home and dry this. What you're saying is 2014 when they pushed Ibushi into the stands and he dislocated his shoulder and ended his Arsenal career. Yeah. It's a fantastic, yeah. It's a when fantastic they did, they also known as Marco Arnautovic, I believe. Yeah. Um, 
Was it Arnautovic? I forget. I think it was. It, it um, was. I think it was Stoke. But I mean, like, yeah, it's exactly the kind of thing I'm talking about. Or, or like a team will pick up a petty yellow card. It's not petty. You, you, you didn't try win the ball. Get him off the pitch. Like, I, that kind of thing, re, like, really, really winds me up. Not to mention that's how City has won the league like so many times. <laughs> well, yeah, and they're clever you know, with James? it because they're so subtle. And, and then they're never really overly aggressive with it, but they're very good at just picking up yellows that kind of, and, and they alternate and rotate mm. yellows. I, I think, I think refs need to be smarter need to, uh, do you know, when I learned it was um, when we played uh, Villa at Villa Park, we won one nil, Saka scored, but he was getting kicked by, I think it was Ashley Young. Then it was Mings. Then it was uh, John McGinn came over and they're all just alternating. Who was found. Rotational cyniclosity. Yes. That was, <laughs> yeah. And, you know, and in that situation, you know, Mings or whoever should get a, a first yellow card. And he'll say, well, it's only my first foul. Yeah, but it's your third on Saka. Like, I think they should be reffing those situations differently. But a serious conversation for another day, because it does wind me up, that stuff. All right. Well, you've got some insight in addition to, uh, to you know, to home and dry. So, mm-hmm. um <laughs> King Joey says, I was today's years old when I learned that Aston probably hates me because I say cynical <laughs> all the fucking time. Uh, yeah. You're a good guy other than that, though, Joey. I, I, I can tell everybody from personal experience. All right. Off the boil, caught in two minds. Um, for, me, this, for me, this one's easy. Um, I am not caught in two minds about this one because I'm easily sending them through if I have the opportunity. One nil to caught in two minds. Aston. Oh, oh that's that's rough because like off the boil reminds me of so many games when like Chelsea were supposed to win and they're just off the boil or like <laughs> like th- whenever a really good team like 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 when PSG come to the Champions League and they've got Messi, Neymar and Mbappe up top and you think they're supposed to absolutely smash a team and then off the boil gets put out there and they're just getting rocked by Shakhtar Donetsk or something like that. So but caught in two minds, caught in two minds is always a is always an interesting one, too, because that one I feel like is the more common one. And I really like I really like how that phrase sounds. Caught in two minds. You never you never hear that in in American talk. No, never. They're like two never. minds. We have enough trouble with one mind here in America, much less two on minds. But also, I know, so I know you haven't cast your vote yet, but I also love kind of like you you know when you see a player, they don't cross, they don't shoot, they kind of just kick it in a direction. And that's when you know they were caught in two minds. They didn't really know what they wanted to do. They just wanted to kick the ball in some sort of productive direction. Oh, I just I just came up with another one that that what you just said reminded me of uh, of a uh, a shot come cross or something. Yeah, a cross come shot. Yeah, yeah. Come shot. yeah. So that would win. That would win the whole tournament. I'm not sure if we have the rating for this. There are children that watch this show. Cross come shot like Jesus. Uh, um, children got to grow up fast sometimes. Listen, listen. Uh, I, I think that uh, caught in two minds. I think you you guys have convinced me because it's because caught in two minds creates the most hilarious situations. Let's be honest. The funniest situations well, it create, in football. It creates shots that go out the side for throwings. I mean, nothing's yeah. better than that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Caught in two minds. We got it. We're we're done. Lock it in. All right, oh, we, other people are voting. You don't need to. We'd already won. <laughs> caught in two minds for me. Now Daniel could be sitting here like. Wow, I feel yeah. very strongly about off the boil, and these guys have just emasculated me. 
No, I mean, I agree. I agree with all your points because off the boil, yeah, you're right. Like a team could be doing really well and they've just gone off the boil. They, they, they didn't play well, but according to minds, it has to be. I, I think I saw the game tonight, Cucurella was caught in two minds a few times. Mm, right at the end. Yeah. Is yeah. He had, a, he had kind of a cross shot as well. Is um, it possible that, that Harry Kane could get caught in no minds? Like, like, is that a, is that a, a thing? Can you get, you know, well, he didn't know whether to kind of hit the back of the net in the penalty shootout, but or uh, Rosed, Rosed, which will come out. Yeah. All right, so we got uh, we, we we seem to be uh, jiving now a little bit with our with our selections with our four nils. So caught in the mind, <clears throat> caught in two minds is going to go up against another kind of dual type of answer. Second oh, bite at the one. cherry. Um, I feel like would you would you and, and sorry because I, I know it's your show but would you think that maybe show, we, we we should we should go through and promote just try to promote whichever we want to promote and then like vote at the end? No. Okay. <laughs> He's not, I like not it. I like to show. do it this way. Um, my show, baby. Yeah. Well, you know, look. If you have an if you're voting early doors, then you you know you have to use that opportunity to promote your your point of view as much as possible if you want to have influence. So, it's but just, sometimes you guys make good points after me, and I get caught in two minds. I, okay, I'll say I'll say this then. I'm I'm not going to change how it works, but you may change your vote if you are subsequent before the vote is closed. You may change your vote if you've already voted. Interesting. So, mm. um, Interesting. you know you. You don't have so to somebody could have a proper go and then turn the key like on uh, on on uh, Big Brother. Yeah, don't fluff uh, your lines. All right. <laughs> so uh, who, who's first to have a proper go at this? I think it's um, I, I think, think it's going to be it's going to be Aston. Yeah, Aston, have a proper go or fluffed his or her lines. Like, what is this? The randomizer from hell? Like, these look like the World Cup seeds. Like Jesus, because uh, this this is a rough one. Fluffed his lines is so good. It's so good, but yeah. you have to have a proper go. You have to have a proper go at it. Yeah, I, this is this is a tough one. Like like I remember during the potathon a number of times where I had to have a proper go and I I uh, and I didn't. So mm. uh, but but again, it's your call, your vote. Fluffed his lines makes me think of a teddy bear, which is the opposite of Harry Kane, who always fluffs his lines. Uh, I'm going to go with fluffed his lines. I got I got to. I got to. Okay. Uh, Aston has fluffed his lines. James? Yeah, I love them both. Have a proper go. Basically, they're polite ways of saying, um, of just saying things like, have a proper go. What they're really saying is, you know, they're finally playing well. You know, like, <laughs> uh, Chelsea having a proper go here now. It's, it, oh, they finally turned up, basically. Um, and Fluffed's lines is he's had made an absolute you know mess of it. Am I allowed to swear? I don't know if I'm allowed to swear. On yeah, that. yeah, go for it. He's made an absolute fucking mess of it. Do you know what I mean? Like that's really, or, or you know, he just bottled it basically, or something like <laughs> that. You know, so I love them both. Um, well, See, look, you didn't have bottled it. You didn't have bottled it. Oh, you uh, oh, I, it I have. Well. Hold on, do I? No, I thought oh, you, bot- you bottled it. <laughs> yeah, he fluffed his lines. With bottled it, I'm going to give it shambles. to fluffed his lines. <laughs> yes. right, is, that, is that two 0 Yeah, it's going to be three 0 because it's a no-brainer. All right, fluffed his lines. You so, know, I. Yeah. 
this is the toughest one for me personally, and 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 I think I'm gonna I'm gonna go with have a proper go just because it you know it that proper um, and uh, no no one would say have a proper go. I mean, no one would say either one of these things in in, in an NFL game, which is usually my you know one of my analytical uh, requirements for this thing. But I'm gonna go with have the proper go, maybe just to you know to have it leave with its you know with its tail up. <laughs> um, kind of a consolation goal. Yeah, I mean, I yeah. you know, I'm I'm about making people and phrases feel good. Uh, I'm a lover, not a fighter. I'm not rude, and so uh, so I'm not going to let that happen to have a proper go. Um, avoiding a uh, qualifying match and just direct going directly to the first round proper, we're diabolical and in the ascendancy. That one is going to be a bitch for me because I love both of those. I think yeah. both of those have made it to the quarterfinals before. Mm. Uh, with uh, flatters to deceive who will be playing the winner of shambles and bounce back ability uh james i think you're first on this one i'm gonna waste no time it's bounce back ability it's three words put together um he's on and it's just like i don't i don't actually know if it's a real word i mean i think it is um but it's it's uh what's it explain explains an ability the ability of a team to bounce back after things went to shit. So love it. Bounce back ability. It's in. All right. Uh, Daniel? I thought this was a, an easy one for shambles, but you kind of persuaded me. Okay. To, to kind of change my mind. But I use shambles all the time. Man, Daniel, because yeah, this... I use shambles all the time. I, I, I can't not go for shambles. It's a great word. It's a oh, great it's brilliant. Word. I, I could use it in every day. It's amazing. <clears throat> And and the reason I was pushing you on that is because I'm a hundred percent behind shambles. Yeah, uh, it, it's it's just such a wonderful way to describe something going horribly wrong. I mean, yeah, Chelsea yeah. football club are in a shambles. Yeah, I mean, oh oh, it's it's. I mean, sometimes you, when you hear things, it reminds you of bad things happening to Arsenal. But shambles for me just it, it sounds like something happening to other clubs. West Ham are in absolute shambles at the moment, that sort of thing. So, uh, mm, so I'm, I'm a big I'm a big shamble guy. Um, we almost called this podcast the Gooner Shamble. Um, really, ramble, but, uh, we, we thought it was a little too derivative. So it's two to one to shambles, and uh, and Aston, you've got the final vote. Yeah, it's going to have to go to the audience on this one. See, the reason with me, I, I, again, I have a lot of strong feelings about shambles. I think it's a great word. You can use it all the time, but it's not my favorite version of the word. My favorite version of the word is when a team is so bad that they're shambolic. Oh, and that, is, that is pretty good. That's yeah. it, it's not sham- yeah. that shambles, not shambolic. So I got to go with bounce back ability because it's literally like three words put together. Like yeah. that's not even a word in English. Like that's my favorite part. No, 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 no. Bounce back All ability. Right, so it's two two chat. Just put in the, just put the word in the chat, shambles or or bounce back ability. And and uh and while while we're doing that, I will point out that at least two people have pointed out how passive aggressive I am. Uh Joey, first <laughs> of all, with me saying no, it's our show, and then and then unilaterally making a decision. And then that's uh Dublin Gooder as well. Yeah, what a comment from Dublin Gooder. <laughs> Yes, and and then and then Dove Laguder basically, uh, what did he say? Uh, be your own man and agree with me. <laughs> Listen, I tend to, look. I'm a I'm a salesman, and uh, when I feel strongly about something, I uh, I like to sell it. I didn't I didn't want to I didn't want to shame him into doing it because then he could turn on me turn on me and and it could have gone it could have gone horribly um, 
It could have gone pear-shaped. You, you, oh, you, you being a salesman is a great segue into us promoting Mastodon. <laughs> yeah, you know what? That's a good idea. Um, so uh, if you haven't noticed, uh, there's, there's a new social media out there. It's called Mastodon. And uh, we have a server called arsenalfc.social. James, have you heard of this yet? No, I'm going to be completely honest. I haven't yet, but I'm, I'm very eager to learn. Well, it's the world's first Arsenal dedicated server, which is like having a, a like having Arsenal Twitter, where there are no Spurs fans, there's no anger, there's no bullying. People share opinions, promote what they want to promote, and it's it's a community of people who are generally nice to each other. It doesn't mean they agree on everything. It doesn't mean they're pro this or anti this or or you know opinions about Arteta or winning the league transfers, everything's welcome there. And, uh, and it's got some advantages over Twitter, like the number of characters is 500. You can edit tweets. You can, uh, you can uh, uh, do a lot of different things that you can't do on Twitter. There's a lot of stuff that you can do on Twitter that you can't on this, which actually make life better. And uh, so if you really want social media to be at least one of your options for social media to be Arsenal exclusive and not full of, bullying and, and, and hatred, uh, check out arsenalfc.social. That's the website. And, uh, and I'm there as an admin to, uh, to help everybody in. So thank you. Yeah, Austin. Right. And checking and checking out the chat. Um, it seems like shambles had a shambolic performance because bounce back ability nailed yeah. it down with a perfect score. You yeah. got, you love to see it. Will bounce ability, bounce back ability, be able to make it deep into the uh, tournament this year is definitely a crowd favorite. We've we've got votes coming in from Wisconsin, from Ireland, from Iceland, from uh, from Deal, hmm. uh, yeah, real it's, world star bounce back ability. Yeah, I mean, do you think Chelsea know. have bounce back ability? No, I think, I think they're going to try to buy it. Chelsea do. Yeah. I think they're going to after after bounce back ability's performance on the world stage. I think they're they're definitely going to come in with a hundred twenty million dollar offer. Their, their bounce back ability is their ability to bounce back with a hundred and fifty million pound <laughs> offer instead of the hundred and twenty that was. They've had more requirements to bounce back from things. Like like on an annual basis, they have to bounce back from things. They they actually do have pretty good bounce back ability, but I don't see it mm. in the middle of the season. On his bike versus bundle of energy. Um, this this really is a a struggle because I think speaking of the hundred and fifty million bid, I think Madrid. If he was on our bench against Newcastle, he'd be that bundle of energy, wouldn't he? Yeah. Come on and kind of change the game. <laughs> However, when I was in the park, like growing up as a kid, and you kind of shoot and the ball goes a bit far, you always say on his bike, because there has to be that one on his bike for me. All right. I, I, I kind of prefer bundle of energy because, I mean, it, it's a simplistic thing that they're describing. Someone, you know, who, mm. who just has, I mean, Martinelli has a bundle yeah. of energy. And and it, but it's just a way of describing it. He's he's not energetic. That's boring. It, it's that bundle, and um, and and the bundle part is what makes it authentically uh, British and 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 makes it uh, makes it my winner on this. So I think we're you, you did on on his bike, Daniel. Yeah. Would you like to step up and become a man and choose what I chose? No, I'm I'm going on my own. I'm on okay. I knew this day would come. Um, all right, it's one-one. Aston, you on your bike or are you uh, are you a bundle of energy? 
on his bike, three shorter words, bundle of energy, doesn't quite have that same flow. But I do like the Martinelli. I do like the Martinelli angle because he has a bundle of energy. But in the same time, Theo Walcott used to get on his bike. But that used to piss me off because he yeah. is as much as he was on his bike. I wish bike, he would have rode that bike all the way out of the stadium. Well, I, well, you know, I, I like, listen, I like the, I never want to throw aspersions to old Arsenal players, especially ones that have scored over a hundred goals for us. But the problem is, is Theo Walcott never figured out how to do anything besides running a straight line. Um, He'd get on his bike and then the pedal would fall off. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like the it, chain and the wheels start falling. Yeah, you know? He'd all get caught up and like, yeah. Get so. on his bike. He just didn't know how to get off. Of it. <laughs> like, like, <laughs> when you, when you reach a goal, you got to actually get off the bike and shoot. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, but, but Mudrick might be on his bike, you know, like he might be on his bike when he runs. Like, have you seen how fast that guy is? I don't know. I think I like on his bike. I, I think I'm going to go for it. Even though, even though I feel a little, yeah, yeah. On his bike's where we're at. All right, this is huge. Cause you know, James has a decision to make here. I'm mm. giving it a bundle of energy. It's oh, also fuck quite, you. Sorry. <laughs> it's also oh. quite like an innocent way fuck of you. basically talking about how like, I don't know. I, I don't know. He's just quite. I, I don't know. It's quite an innocent way of saying they're very energetic and they're quite fast. And uh, isn't it two two? Yeah. Oh, oh, I thought that was three one. All right. So you, no, you did on your bike. Uh, oh. Yeah. So um, okay. My bad. This is why we have other people checking. This was this was not a power grab. Um, I got it's it like wrong. Big, so so he's so he's disenfranchised me. Told Daniel to do what he says, oh, and now don't he's use the word disenfranchised. <laughs> That has very negative connotations. I'm just I'm just feeling a little marginalized over here. No oh, big deal. God. All right, um, all right. So I'm going to change this, but uh, the crowd has uh, has the vote. And uh, on his bike's going to win this, guys. Everyone is going for on his. Oh my word, hmm. James! I, I, you know, what could you say? We can lead. You can lead a, a, a group to water, but you can't make them drink. Give it, give it three years, and they'll understand our. our process exactly yeah. <laughs> in, in, in three years bundle of energy is going to come back and it's going to be yeah. an absolute world beater it will you, you're have james and i are willing to accept mediocrity with bundle of energy but uh but we actually see what's happening behind the scenes here, i get so. i get where they're going exactly bundle of energy uh and if some of you don't see it then sorry yeah, yeah i'm gonna you listen know? out for the go, go follow again. yeah go follow another podcast uh you know if you, if you don't <laughs> do that we, just you know would you say Bundle of Energy has all the tools to get it right? No, they uh, they they might. Oh, they might have a win next year in their locker. <laughs> God, there's so this many. This is the worst. This is the worst. When you sit, when you sit down and try to think of these, you can't come up with any. But then you, you watch a game or you just have a podcast, frankly, and, yep. you, and you and you hear them all. So uh, I'm really excited for next week after the. Oh, so it's going to be Peter, And then I'm going to listen out for Peter Drury and Lee Dixon in their commentary. And, and just, see how often they did that. Yeah, oh, yeah it'd be amazing every, every, every minute. They're how much do you think play. I'd have to pay them to mention this competition yeah. in, the, in their commentary? Um, Probably right, one so, nude. So, <laughs> so the next one, we've got a lot of these still to go, by the way. Um, the so next let's go. One, next one is pre-assist against turn on a sixpence. I don't think this is going to be close, but... Uh, Going up against for the next round, cutting a forlorn figure, which I, I put in the the the, uh, what is it called when you when you spell some phonetic spell uh, spelling of figure, uh, pre-assist or turn on a sixpence. I think I start this. Uh, yeah, I mean, 
there's you you, you never want to pre anything, but uh, but turn on a sixpence is obviously not something you would hear in an NFL game. It's very it's very classical. Sounds good with the accent, and I'm turning on a sixpence. Mm. So when I when I look at this, and I want everybody everybody just do me a favor, just gather around real quick. Just just gather around. Let's let's chat for a minute because like pre assist, okay. I, I, I hear you. That sounds cool. That's like you think Odegaard, Ozil, but turn on a suspense. That's Santi Cazorla. That's a little magic, and it just warms my heart. Turn on a suspense. It is. Yeah, I could that three 0 Nothing more English than turn on a suspense. Yeah. 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 Tur- turn yeah. on a, on a um... English what? people. What is a suspense? On a shilling. Not been... On a shilling. No idea what it is. Turning on. But you live there. Uh, yeah, but I've never seen a sixpence in my life. Yeah, I don't, I don't think they exist anymore. They they went the way of uh, of of uh, sh- of shillings. Hmm. I, I used to actually, when I lived in London in the in eighty eight, I believe that there were still shillings out there. They were like five p coins, if I remember correctly. What the fuck is a p coin? You guys and your imaginary funny I money. I said five p, as in five pence. A five p <laughs> coin, not a p coin. <laughs> Listen, I got alligators and crackheads. That's what I know in Florida. Okay, like you guys and your funny money. Like I whatever. got my pea coins hanging. Out. I, I got a bunch of pea coins I'm bringing with me in a few weeks. To uh, here's all, here's all my pea coins. Uh, no, pea coins are what you put in the machine at uh, at the train station. <laughs> I have no idea because you have to put a coin in to, to take a pea. All right. Um, cul-de-sac as in he's found he's, he's run himself into a cul-de-sac against didn't know much about it for the right to play pony and and get absolutely destroyed in the first round but uh yeah cul-de-sac so don't put too much effort into this because we're, we're really dealing with dead man walking here but yeah. in my opinion cul-de-sac versus didn't know much about it asked in your first um yeah but the thing is is if the world cup has told us anything what if there's an upset you never, you never know. I, I thought that Morocco wasn't going to get out of the group stage and lo- look at me looking like an idiot, right? So cul-de-sac's boring. I'm just going to lay it out there. Didn't know much about it. That's an exciting goal. That's one of those goals that like comes off the back of his ankle or something. And he didn't, Eddie and Ketty is famous for these, by the way. Like he, like he didn't really know much about it, but he stuck a leg out. That's another one. Didn't know much about it and stuck a leg out. Need to be together. Um, so I'm going with didn't know much about it. Yeah, I'm making that 2-0. Um, because also, even when they don't score and sort of a cross comes in, but they think the defender's going to clear it and then it just kind of hits them in the face and it goes wide <laughs> or whatever. Exactly and you, just see, thinking, yeah. you see the striker kind of go, no, what? Like, uh, you know, I wasn't expecting the ball to come to me. Like, it's not their job. Um, so, uh, yeah, I'm giving it to didn't know much about it. Yeah, yeah. I, I agree. Didn't know much about it. Yeah, it's got to be four 0 I mean, my, my favorite thing is when someone makes a great play, but you, but it's pretty clear they didn't know much about it. Like a you know maybe uh, I don't know if you want to put Emmy Martin as a save in like the hundred nineteenth minute of the World Cup final into that category, but uh, but uh, mm-hmm. yeah, didn't know much about it. Easy win. Not sure how it will do in the next round, but you know, look, I only get one vote, so um, mm. breaking one of our it- next. You know, our, our our judges next week got hit by a pony at one point and, and, and has a, you know, has something against them. By the way, disregard these numbers. The 42 and the 10 mean absolutely nothing other than 
deciding who was going to be in the prelims and who wasn't. This is oh, I, I thought you'd gone and given them all rankings. Yeah, no, I didn't, I didn't sit down and rank them all. I thought I, I thought this board, was like this is like board where I move things up and move things down based on my my whims and my fan and my uh, yeah my fans. I don't know if if we've got any tennis fans here, but like in, in Wimbledon where Nadal and Djokovic will be on complete opposite end of the draws. Cause they're like <clears> seed <throat> one and two. I thought we had like, I don't know. Yeah. Squeaky bum time on one end and something else. on the other. <laughs> no, it, 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 no it way they could be ran. so early in the cup. I took the, I took the 20, uh, well, I, no, I had the 38 teams. So I took the 38 teams that made it straight through and did them randomly and then did the other, 62 randomly or, or whatever the numbers are the 58 randomly and and uh and here's what we got so nice. um although after the first round we are doing a draw a random draw for the for the rest of the tournament and uh and so there will be another show we which we can jam in which will be the draw and and i'm sure there'll be some good discussion then but uh squeaky bum time against panic stations we'll see that next tuesday and the last one in the north draw which means we're we're coming up on halfway done. Um, <laughs> is uh, is chasing the game against kick the ball in anger. Uh, I think James, you're first on this. Oh, uh, chasing the game. I don't love either. If I'm being really honest, <clears throat> I don't think either are going too far. I'll give it to chasing the game. I don't really hear kick the ball in anger that often. I see it, but I don't hear it. So mm. yeah, chasing the game. Hmm. Do you know? All right. I like kick the ball in anger because I just, I mean, the, the in anger part is just like, where, where did that come from? They're normally not even angry when they say he, you know, he hasn't even kicked the ball in anger yet. Uh, hmm. So I, because that one makes no sense, it gets my vote. In 2011, 12, or no, it was 12, 13. The last year that we had Robin Van Persie, um, we were going to win that game at Barcelona until they gave him a red card because they thought he kicked the ball in anger. And for that, I will never forgive this phrase. So that's the thing. The game, he actually did kick the ball in anger, but that's not what the phrase really means, though. Yeah, so- I know. It doesn't, doesn't matter. It's stuck in my head. I'm traumatized from that moment. Remember when Nicholas Bettner went through and you thought oh. this was it? Lord Bettner, this is your oh. moment. Uh, the minute I noticed who it was running in on goal, I had no hope. Oh, God. I don't know. Dude scores four seconds after coming into games most of the time. Uh, um, all right. So remind me now what the uh, what the vote is. It's uh, 3-1 to, to, uh, to chasing game. Yeah. All right. Well, I think that's a weak second round uh, or first round matchup there. But I'm surprised you didn't have more of the Amazon doc phrases in here. Like, come on, you fucking guys! This not, is unfucking believable. That's not, that's not what it's about. It's a it's football phrases. <laughs> it's not farging. It's not Arsenal related humor. Um, all right. So give me just a second. Well, on the back end, I switch from the north end of the draw to the south end of the draw. In the meantime, how's everybody doing? You guys feel it, like, especially after that Newcastle game, is everybody in high spirits still? I'm all right. I'm all right. I think, you know, when when Everton drew with City and they dropped points, you know, the reason you don't get like, you don't get like an extra big Premier League title if you win it 10 points clear rather than one point clear. You know, the point yeah. is you want that gap because it means when you come up against really difficult sides, you're not under that pressure to win it. If we just drop points at home to Forest, then I'd, oh, yeah, what a wasted opportunity. But Newcastle are a really good team. So 
you know, it's okay to draw. You know, it's fine. We picked up a point. Okay, they've closed the gap to five points, but who wouldn't have taken that? And I saw a great tweet, I think, not the Guna Talk, but someone called Guna Talk tweeted. um, You know who I think that is? I, I... I think that's Chris Wheatley. He, I think he told me at one point that that was his account. And really, I, I don't know if it still is or not. But oh, anyway, don't take he, my word for it. I just recall I recall that Jabal Jabal news. Jabby, but, <laughs> but, but he, he, he tweeted. Uh, he tweeted something like, "If someone had offered me, you know, we, he said we we're five points clear of City going to the World Cup. If someone had offered me." a five-point lead on them three games further into the league season, I've taken it. I'm like, that's a great way of putting it, and I agree with that. You know what's an, what's interesting, another way to look at it too, is you have to look at City's matchups compared to our matchups, and City drew to Newcastle. So we're not really losing a point on City there because they got the same result. Um, D- Dan, how about you? Yeah, I mean, I went to the game, and it was a bit frustrating. But when you kind of look at the team the teams and the games we've lost or drawn, it's Newcastle and we had kind of some bad refereeing decisions and on another day it could have gone our way. Um, Southampton, we had things going against us and Man United, we should have won. So even the games that we lost or drew, we probably could have won. Um, yeah, I mean, I've, I've, I've said, you know, look, we're, we've played, what, 17 games now and I think we've been the better team uh, in 16 of them and the only one that we weren't the better team in was the Leeds game. Uh, yeah. We were fortunate yeah. enough to win, and the the ones that we've lost and drawn, we were the better team. So, uh, actually, yeah. another phrase I kind of like is that we've we've been on the front foot for quite a lot, quite many mm. of our games, um, which I like to see. I like to see us go for it and not not have to kind of dictate the other team and just kind of play the way we always play. Well, I think you know it. It's going to be so controversial because I know there's been all this talk about this, but one of the best things that came out of that Newcastle ma- match is that uh, meme with Arteta chasing the wasp. It's incredible. So incredible. Yeah. We're going to switch up the order a little bit. Oh, wow. um, and, uh, and, and we've now got the final, I think, what is it, 19 matches? No, uh, the final 13 matches. Uh, Let's go decide, and uh, and this is the south half of the draw. So these are kind of London, Bristol, uh, you know, Portsmouth-based uh, phrases. Um, no, I, I north and south was random. Uh, oh, good to see you, Andy. Um, hump the hump and covered in glory uh, for the right to go against smash and grab. Who do we got? I think it's on Daniel. You're going to have to explain what the hump is. Yeah, I've never heard of that. In football terms, I've never heard of that. To get over the hump? It's a stretch, and that's why it's in the it's in the preliminaries, because, you know, it, it's it's not a strictly football term. Some of these aren't strictly football terms, but, uh, but yeah, you know who always talks about having the hump is uh, is, is Lee Judges. Oh, he's got the hump. Oh, mm. I see what you mean now. Yeah. Yes. Now, I'm not talking about, like, a hump on the, on the pitch or, or, you know, in the bedroom. I'm talking about, like, like oh, looks like it looked like Mikel Arteta had the hump with uh, with Eddie Howe the other day. Oh, I get it. Yeah, uh, yeah I have play. to give it to that because like, I don't think yeah. glory covers itself in glory. So yeah, the hump. Uh, I like it the way judges put it. Yeah. So which one are you going? Yeah, the hump. Are oh, you going with the? Oh, so yeah. after not knowing what it had to do with football, you're now selected. The hump. Yeah. Okay. James, when you, you say. Got- Covered in glory? Do you mean as in like they didn't cover themselves in glory? Like they didn't yeah, it could glory. be. Uh, yeah, they they've not exactly covered the, covered themselves in glory. I, I, it's the phrase is just however Again. it's used, but yeah, 
it's another really polite way of saying acted like a bit of a prick, didn't he? It's like, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, oh God, you didn't. So uh, now, well, look, you've explained the hump, and actually, I do like that one. But I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with covered in glory. Just, I'm glad you explained the hump because that actually makes this in a, a very English matchup. Because the hump was so English that you had to remind us of the most English guy we know says this all the time, and I think that that's worth a shout. But co- uh, covered in glory, like didn't cover themselves in glory. England's second superpower is how to be absolute arseholes to each other while sounding polite. And that's what uh, didn't cover himself in glory sounds like to me. So I think I'm going to go with that one. That That is, I, it, I couldn't have said it better myself. That's the perfect explanation because it's, it's, a, it, it is a polite way. Not, not exactly covered himself in glory now, has he? I mean, it, <laughs> instead of that guy's an asshole. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm definitely <laughs> I'm definitely going with that. Uh, covered in glory. Um, so is it is it three one or do we still have Daniel to go? No, go. I went first, didn't I? Okay. So uh, so you went with the ump. The ump. Yeah. Uh, the yeah. Covered in glory ended up taking it and uh, and we'll move on to go against smash and grab. That's not going to be easy. Uh, full of running and skint. Uh, have have a first round matchup uh, proper next next Tuesday. Uh, as does Rich Vane of Form against the winner of the aforementioned oh. and Cheeky. So we start with James on this one, and I'm on tenterhooks to see how this goes. Uh, you know, I've heard tenterhooks, and I couldn't really tell you what it fully means. Does it mean when something like hangs in the balance, or am I talking rubbish? I think it's when you're nervous it, about something. You... Uh, right. Yeah. Uh, I'll give it to Tenterhooks because I just love how it sounds. Cheeky's a bit overused here. Now I just associate it with like Cheeky Nando's or something. Mm. And I'm just. I know like, Owen loves that. I always <laughs> wonder, everyone says Cheeky Nando. Like, what is so cheeky about Nando's? Uh, it's like you shouldn't have one, but you will. Like, it's just, <laughs> you know? It's just, yeah. But it's just Nando. Like, no one says, I mean, no one says to me, Cheeky McDonald's, Cheeky uh, Wimpy's. Yeah, because oh, there's there a wimpy dad. No, no, right I, I, that strip where we had, where we had dinner, there's a wimpy. I like it because it's like when you like walk out of the um, your ex's apartment, like you know, way too late at night, and everybody knows what it's like. You, you really shouldn't have done that. You did, you had a little cheeky, cheeky little hump there. Um, <laughs> cheeky little hump. <laughs> um, that's that's a really hard one because Tinder. Am I the only one that thinks Tinder hooks thinks of butcher shops? Is that is that is that well, not that's because you're thinking of that's because you're thinking of it as tender hooks like like tenderloin, uh, no tenter hooks is I I believe I looked it up and found it was tenter hooks as much as you want to spell it tender hooks, um, I'm looking for the actual definition of it. Um, a hook used to fasten cloth on a drying frame or tenter. So actually, judges would know all about that. Um, hmm. But yeah, to be on tenter hooks means waiting nervously for something to happen. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with that just because I agree with James on this one. Cheeky is just a little. I'm a hipster. I'm sorry. It's just overused. Like I feel like that's the and and honestly and, and I'm just for all of you English guys out there, right? I'm gonna give you some dating tips. That's one of the phrases that you can use that is so immediately obviously English on American girls. They'll just be like, "Oh, he's English. What a cute phrase he has." But nah, nah, I don't like that guy. So Tinder hooks it is. All right, so uh, so what is that? I, I'm losing count now. I'm getting jaded. What, what is it? 2-0, I think. 2-0 right. right now. 
I'm going with with tenterhooks all day long. Um, so it's uh, it's three nil now, Daniel. Yeah, I'll make it four nil. But I will say that I think Odegaard has to be like the cheekiest player. Like just mm. the way he kind of passes and does these cute little yeah. cheeky skills and chips. Yeah, but I'm surprised he doesn't have a, a promotional deal with uh, with Nando's then. Um, <laughs> Could you imagine that would be something? Yeah, that would make sense. By the way, this is a whole separate show, which we will have to do uh, a competition yeah, yeah. with just Lee judges phrases, either that or a show with like six panelists. And all we say is, you know what I mean? Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, well, I'll say this now. Yeah. I was going to say this. You need a I'll comma. Say this now. Yeah. I'm going to tell you this now. Like, <laughs> like, you know, you know, you know what I mean? Like, you know, he's going to destroy me for this. I've got oh, a podcast. No. Then he's going to ruin me for this. <laughs> uh, you're, you're, you're under my wing. And, and, and he knows that, that the more I make fun of him, the more it means I love him. So uh, it's okay. That's when he says to me. That's what he says to me, Mike. He, Did he, he tell you that his dad told him that when he was younger? That, that if they're not, if they're not. He did tell me that exact story. He said the, the fact that I'm awful to you is because I like you. I was like, thank you, dude. Oh, he explained his behavior to you that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, the, the, um, the comment section of the Forever Arsenal podcast think we legitimately don't get on. It's, quite, it's, it's, it's actually quite funny. Well, that's because you guys, you guys always get into like a little spat and, and like Lee just comes off a little extra harsh. And it's funny because you come off as like trying to remain neutral. Like you're like, you're trying so hard to be like, I don't really want to fight about this, guys. I, I've <laughs> yeah. already been on Twitter for too long. And then Lee's like, yeah, but <laughs> oh, you cheeky, you cheeky youth. Lee is the is the the picture of Lee is next to the word piss take in the uh, in the dictionary as far as I'm concerned. I love um, Lee though. Anyway. Like pants, a little bit kind of like Pony, but pants and all over but the shouting. Uh, I think we go to uh, to Aston for the first one here. Uh, the, bro, good, uh, I don't know. This one, yeah. this one's, yeah, I don't. Who, this is a nil-niller, I think. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. This is like, this is like watching like Tottenham play Chelsea. It's like, you don't want anybody to win this. Like, it's just ugly. You just hope that they both take each other out. And it's probably and it's probably getting knocked out in the next round anyway. By yeah. Uh, yeah. But, uh, I can't. I can't do it. I can't. There do must it. be a winner. Now you can't. You, there's no draws here. Um. Okay. So pants because it's one word and I'm wearing them. Right. I I love I love pants. Uh, no, you don't. That's I, a lie. That's a that's a bold face lie. Bald face. That's a bald headed lie. Um. That's a, no. Um. I, I, I do love pants. I love anything like one word expressions that describe things that are bad, like pony and pants. But but because pants is a little derivative of pony and because all over all over. But the shouting is is what shouting. I don't I mean, think I've it, heard it, that phrase before. I've never heard it. You haven't heard that. Yeah. No. Have you heard it, Aston? No, it sounds like somebody going through a messy divorce. Oh, all over. But the shouting basically is uh, it, it's like. You know, this game is practically over, but I don't really know what the shouting is about. And that's why I like the phrase. So uh, so I'm going to I'm going to go with all over. But the shouting, the idiom all over, but the shouting refers to situations, decisions or events that are still in progress. But the outcome is almost certain in this context. Oh, so like if the game four nil within the 80th minute, well, this one's all over, but the shouting that kind of uh, that kind of thing. So uh, so I'm going with all over, but the shouting. I'm only going for well. I haven't really heard any of them being used. Um, I'll go for pants, but no, for no reason really. 
and mm. and and Dublin makes a good point. All over bar, the shouting is even more English. Um, but uh, so so, which one did you go with? I'll go for pants. <laughs> um, it's not very have, English. Really. If you have a, if you have like the Amazon Alexa right now, there's actually a shipment coming to your house now from uh, <laughs> with with pants. James, what do you think? Yeah, pants. It's it's just like again, it's a really polite way of just saying they're rubbish, they're shit. They're just not, <laughs> oh, he is pants. You know. So what I mean? did you go with all over the? What was your vote, uh, Aston? I went with pants. Okay, so uh, pants is through. Um, okay, oh, let's whip through these now. This is a tough one. We're we're up on uh, on an hour twenty minutes right now. We have playing a blinder against Schoolboy Error. If I'm not mistaken, Schoolboy Error made it pretty far in the last tournament, and I wasn't really quite clear on why. But uh, but you know, the vote is the vote. It's just a classic. I think I'm classic. I think I'm I'm first in this one, and um, and and I've got to go with playing a blinder because again, it's 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 just my my measuring stick is usually what would it sound like in an excited utterance from Peter Drury. And uh, and playing a blinder to me is uh, is in that list. So so I'm going with twenty with with number thirty number thirty is that thirty seven or seventeen? Thirty seven. God, my eyes don't ever get to be almost fifty years old, guys. Just uh, just off yourself before you can. Uh, yeah, I, I, this, this has been my final Gooners podcast. Um, Daniel, what are you going for? I have to bring it back. I think also rookie era as well, schoolboy era. So it's, it's a classic. I think it has to be there. Okay, I agree with that. School, everything Dan said is just a classic 2-1 schoolboy era. Yeah, I was actually going to say the exact same thing with the, the because my, one of my favorite English phrases is like that, not English, like American fra- American phrases is that's a rookie mistake. And I love calling people rookies. Like you're a rookie. You're a joke. So schoolboy era reminds me of that. So I'm going to start calling people schoolboy. Oh, it's a much classier English way of saying rookie, which uh, I hate that word rookie. Um that's probably be, that's probably because you, you're a rookie. It's yeah. a rookie mistake. I, I I'm not a rookie, but I do things as though I were, which is the problem. All right, mm-hmm. woodwork or red mist descending, uh, and this one is going to be going up against taking the piss in the next round. So, uh, so I mean, so either way, it doesn't really matter. Mm. <laughs> Woodwork's more just a kind of object. I don't think it's a saying, is it? Mm. It's hit the woodwork. I don't but know. that's just what it. It's like okay. he scored a goal. That's what it's describing. What happened? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he scored a goal. I wouldn't say a goal is a saying, but <laughs> you've been begging for the competition for a year and a half. I invite you on here, and now you you're, you're rubbishing you, the competition. That is, that is Daniel, <clears throat> a schoolboy error. Maybe I'll, I'll give it to Red, Red Mist descending. Well, then then okay, Red Mist descending. Are yeah, we, I'll give it, show I'll, of hands. Is it four 0 to Red Mist descending? Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna give it to Red Mist. It also just sounds like a like an awful action movie. I yeah, doesn't it why. sound like a horror movie? Yeah, just sort of like. Have you seen Red Mist descending? Like, I don't know. I, but I, like I'll an M Night Shyamalan twist in the middle of it for no reason. M Night Shyamalan, it'd be like a Red, Liam Neeson or something. Red yes, that's it. On, that's exactly what I was thinking of, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> exactly what it's my mind. I can't remember his name. Yeah, I've got a particular set of skills. Red, I miss, but it's red. All right, yes, just, bit for yeah. purpose and howler. 
Uh, I think uh, we start with James on this one. Yeah, Howler. I just love it. What a howler. It's just... Okay. Uh, yeah, so- yeah. Yeah, I, I don't mean to keep agreeing with you, but, like, yeah, I think you and Daniel have been, like, spot on for most of these, and Howler, ooh, ooh. Mm. Yeah, you can't get away from that one. I am so strongly in favor of fit for purpose. Uh, just fit mm. for purpose. Who, who says that? I know what you mean. Well, mm. I mean, I, I mean, who says that other than in that one situation and that for me that's 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 what does it so i'm going with fit for purpose daniel you should as well <laughs> no i'm just kidding what, 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 what do you want no, i'll make it are you, gonna, are, you, are you gonna are you gonna vote for howler and ruin my life or are you gonna vote for fit for purpose? i'm gonna have a howler and go for howler ah, all right well howler are through <laughs> oh, wait no I think at this point, fit for purpose, kind of just making up the numbers. <laughs> well, this thing is starting to capitulate. All right, so making up the numbers against capitulate. Uh, that, ew, I, I have very I, strong I, feelings about this, but I also don't have the first vote. So making making up the numbers is kind of boring sometimes like you know he's just making up the numbers sometimes like that could be squad depth that could be like somebody just needs uh maybe an assist or something because they need to stat pad maybe a couple of goals or something it's kind of boring but to capitulate to cap- that's a four ni- that's you were four nil up and you lost five four that's that's a capitulate mm. that's a that's a manchester city get to the f- semifinals of the champions league every year and they capitulate it's it's too big. You can't. The gravity of that word yeah. is just massive. Unlike Liverpool in the last few. Yeah, like season. Brentford, like the Brentford game capitulation. Yeah, yeah, capitulation might even be better. But you you can use any you know you you can um, what's it called when you when you conjugate use the verb? Yeah, conjugate. What is it? Conjugate the verb. Is that it? Yeah, somebody's learning Spanish. Is there? <laughs> I, I did. I did. Someone, someone knows about conjugal visit. I don't know if it's conjugate. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it is conjugate. Yeah, you're right. Um, you've clearly been to school more recently than I have. Um, so capitulate or capitulation. So you, you've gone with that? Yeah, you're asking me. Um... Oh, no, no, no. Aston, you went. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I went capitulate. It's on okay. you. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm going with capitulate as well. I love a good capitulation as long as it's not, uh, you know, a 4 against Newcastle. Yeah. Um, I'd, yeah, I kind of had to agree. I do like capitulate. I, I, I like making up the numbers. I mean, do you think Cozy do was it Cozy Doobie or Butler or Deji was just making up the numbers against Newcastle? <laughs> so like it is used, and I, I do like it. But yeah, you can't go wrong with a capitulation. James, is it, is it going to be three one or four nil? I, I will make it four nil. The thing I love about making up the numbers though is it's so rude. <laughs> like <laughs> you know what I mean. But they're never going to bring Butler or Yadeji on, so he's making up the numbers. <laughs> but, but this is what I mean. Like it's like, like you're so not fit for purpose if you're just there to make up the numbers. <laughs> it's, it's like, like when Cedric was the on the bench. Requires that we add extra people to this, or like, or like, the, yeah, the Premier League requires that. <laughs> you are not good enough at your job to, in a normal situation, be here. However, yeah, Accrington Stanley we got to make up, up the numbers. I love this from 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 John from Dublin. Uh, I, first of all, I didn't realize he had a bonnet. Secondly, <laughs> he's got a B in it about capitulate. It's constantly misused. It means to yield, give up, surrender, not fall apart, or descend into chaos, or lose your mind. 
Six of one, half a dozen of the other, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. Time itself makes it better. <laughs> Swings and roundabouts. Exactly. <laughs> All right. So capitulate goes into pockets of space. That's not going to be easy. Uh, pockets of space is pretty good. Um, but that's Tuesday. All right. Uh, wage packet, which might be the original Bellworthy phrase seven years ago on the first season of the Gooners podcast, and uh, and on a knife's edge to uh, for the for the privilege of traveling to plenty of industry. Um, we start this one with me, right? Um, gotta go with wage packet. It's an oldie but a goodie. Wage packet for me. Yeah, I agree. It kind of goes in with war chest, kind of how much we've got to spend. But is that war chest? I hate war chest. I hate war I hate grant for kitty. I'll tell you what, Venga has never been promised more well, how, how do I want to phrase it? I'm saying it wrong, but what I'm trying to say is the amount of war chess he was meant to have, yeah, transfer kitty, you know, he never got any. His, his war chest, he opened it up and Petacek came out, and that was all that was in it. <laughs> Jesus. I know I, he held it and he shook it, waiting for something else to come out, and no. Would you be, where's Benzema? No, no, no. <laughs> where's Jan Mavila, even? I mean, yeah. he's stuck to the side, he must be. Um, Higuain. So, oh, okay, but given that war chest is not being discussed right now, uh, but it's still wage packet. Wage packet. Okay, James. Um, on a knife's edge, uh, I do like that okay. because you don't want to be on a knife's edge. Do you know what I mean? It's and, you, and you do want to be on a wage packet. <laughs> you do. Uh, um, but I just like it. I just it just suggests that it's so dangerously hanging in the balance. I'm starting to pick up a pattern with you because I feel like that's another Liam Neeson movie. Oh, you know, I don't even watch Liam Neeson movies except for like the first Star Wars and he died at the end of it. So, um, oh, you just, I was just about to watch that tonight. Sorry, sorry, I forgot you told me you're starting your nine movie marathon tonight. I'm sorry, exactly. I didn't mean to. Jesus. Uh, spoiler, The Last Jedi shit. But other than that... <laughs> True. But, but other than that, um, yeah, on a knife edge for me. That, that should be a podcast where we just sit around and, and do Liam Neeson movies. Real quick, before we before we go on, uh, because I, I don't know if I'm going to get to say this on the next show, but uh, the, the pockets of space, real quick, I, I, a lot of people don't know. I actually have a physics background, got an engineering degree, and also in that jazz. And pockets of space is such a beautiful phrase because it just reminds. Oh, it's it's my favorite one. Yeah, it, it just reminds me. Yeah, it reminds me of these like really elegant, like when you do like um, when you do ge well three D geometry and stuff. Those just pockets of space or pocket dimension. It's it's such a cool phrase. It but anyways, like that, it's it sounds like the pockets of space capitulate derby might get a very good early attendance. I mean, you're buying tickets already to that one. Pockets yeah. of Space just reminds me of Martin Keown or Mikhail Richards just coming out of this phrase just in the middle of any kind of phrase they're talking about, any sentence. They'll just bring up, well, they're in the right pockets of space and yeah, but, it wins it, but we'll get there. But um, but that being said, um, I know I've had the audience on a knife's edge with my decision here, and that's where I'm going to go with it because on a knife's edge is so, ooh, it, it's just so dangerous. Wow. Dangerous. All right. Well, we for the first time in 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 donkeys, we've got in donkeys years. Is that what it is? We we've got to go to the the chat. So chat, 
get involved. It's two two. Just ignore that green uh, that green mark next to wage packet unless unless you want to look at it. Uh, we need wage packet or on a knife edge. We've got one for on a knife edge from Patrick Carlson. Uh, who else? Andy, if you can call me a nerd, you can pick. You can vote. Let's go. We're gonna take. We're gonna take the first three to come in. We've got one for on a knife edge. Wage packet from K- Joey's very into this. I think. Um, so the next one in, it's a knife edge for for Dublin Gunner. Um, and and I apologize for not leaving it open longer, but it looks like That's had I done, one. Uh, it would have been uh, more to a knife edge. So. You got to act quickly here with your votes if you want uh, if you want them to count. There is no late voting. Andy, I literally just made this joke. You cannot make it again. See, this is why you're not on the podcast today. He's too busy waiting for someone to say something funny and then claiming it as his own. Uh, Andy, <laughs> just kidding. Too, to be honest with you, um, we love you, Andy. Spot on against down the garden path. Um, we start with. God, I'm losing track. Uh, I think it's James because didn't Daniel start the last one? I think so. Yeah. Uh, no, no, you just ended that one, so I started the last one. So Daniel starts this. Okay. One. I got. I don't think I've really heard down the garden path, but I quite like the idea of kind of going down the garden path and seeing what mm. might happen. So I'm going to go with that. All right, James. Is down the garden path someone that uh, that you're familiar with? No, but I'm going to vote for it because spot on. I just kind of use in everyday life anyway. Um, so the I cheeky think... effect. Yeah, pretty weak. Yeah, pretty weak. Yeah. I, sure. I, I would agree with that reasoning. So, uh, Aston, you too. Yeah, I'm getting a little deeper on this. I've been recently learning about a lot of different religions around the world, and on the garden path has a very Buddhist feel to it. You know, like it has this very like Zen peace kind of thing going with it, and I love it. And of and Taoism is about the path too, so like it's it's cool stuff. I like it. How do, how does your religious class make you feel about ticks all the boxes versus gaffer? <laughs> well. It's well, funny you ask. We were just, no, no, I don't, I'm not in a religious class. I'm also not religious, by the way. <laughs> so everything you just said was just to see if Andy would steal it. In the crowd. <laughs> there was no truth to any of it. Uh, James, uh, trick, chicks all the boxes or gaffer? Whoa, this is really tough. No, it's this not. might be my first time changing my mind, depending on the reason I hear from others. So it's a shame I'm starting this one. I'm going to give it to ticks all the boxes. Because, I mean, no one ever does, do they, really? But, you know, it just gets thrown out there. All right. No, the, the, yeah, you're. I've I've never heard you be so wrong in your life. Yeah. Um, it's <laughs> definitely gaffer because there's only one. There's only one gaffer. And I, I'm so I'm sorry. I know a lot of people are already aware of this, but I'm so sentimental over Vanger. So that's the gaffer. That's it, boss. Yeah, I mean, there you go. I'm already. You, you know what mind. I don't understand, and maybe you can explain this to me. This is this is another this is another Lee judges thing because I I just I picture all of these phrases being said by him. <laughs> like the, half of the phrases I picture being said by Peter Drury in the most like in the most romantic and and poetic way. And then the other, I just picture like a drunk Lee Judges saying, <laughs> where you can barely understand what he's saying. And gaffer, what's the difference? Gaffer means boss, and gaff means like your house or something, right? Like, like what? Yeah. Oh, I think it. Oh, yeah. I mean, I've I mean, just picture yeah. Danny Dyer kind of saying, like, "My gaff." 
Yeah, like 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 like. Oh, I got invited to the gaffer's gaff. Like, is that something that happens? Can you can you say that? Or I've never heard it, but maybe. Um. Yeah. I. I think I'm gonna go with. Uh, oh, this is tough because because the poetic part I like ticks all the boxes, but gaffer again. That's you, you would never. You might hear in the NFL checks all the boxes, and so the only thing that really makes it English and fancy uh, is ticks. Wait, but before gaff- you finish, before you finish, I'm just gonna put it laid out there. You say that you will never hear an, uh, at a person in America say gaffer. After hearing them call Vanger gaffer, I've been using gaffer for like 10 years. Like that's how big a word this is. Yeah, they're like, what are you talking about? And I'm like, it means boss. I literally have this talk like twice a week because I can't stop saying it. it means boss. You're not using that in colloquial conversation with people where, where they know what you're talking about. You're, you're using that essentially to show off that you're a fancy. Uh, I usually call my boss. I usually call my boss as gaffer. And you haven't been fired yet, or sack. All right, so uh, so yeah, I'm going. I'm going with Gaffer. Uh, it's two nil to Gaffer, Daniel. So I think ticks all the boxes. Although it does remind me more of kind of a Love Island thing. That <laughs> the girl kind You're of right. ticks all the ticks You're all right. the boxes. Gaffer. The... Gaffer, change my vote. Would, right. would, exactly. would someone would, would someone say that? Maybe be named Gemma or or something like that. Like, but right. They'll be seen by the pool. They'll be seen by the pool. They'll go. Our uh, thing is, like, you know, he, gotta, she ticks all the boxes. Got to put all the mags sure. in one basket kind of thing. Yeah, no, you're right. I've changed yeah, it. Gaffer. Gaffer. It has to be I Gaffer. like Love Island, but it's just not, that's it. That's There's, where only, there's only one box, I think, that needs to be ticked when it, ticked when it comes to uh, to Love Island. But um, So we're all now going for Gaffer, or? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. That was a, that was very, that was a dramatic matchup there. I uh, thought, I, t- I thought that there was a chance I'd. <laughs> Yeah, I, I like that I had my heartwarming story to tell the judges, and it really melted everybody. I'm okay. going to take the credit for that. We're, we're down to the final three, and and in the chat is one of our judges for the next round. You've you've missed. You'll have to go back and watch though, because you're going to want to hear some of the background behind some of these phrases that have that have gotten through the preliminaries into the first round proper uh, for you to help judge next week. Um, you know, or we could just go back and, and start at the beginning again. Um, no, we've got three more in the preliminary round, and then we'll be done. We've got Desmond against Beaten for Pace for the right to, to go up against Park the Bus in the next round. So, uh, you know, I think the winner of this might have a chance next Tuesday as well, just in my opinion. But we start with James, I believe. No. Yeah. Yeah. Um, beaten for Pace. Um, I don't know why. I have no idea why. But I'll right. just give it to Beaton for pace. All right. Uh, is, it, is, it Gabri- is it because of Gabrielle Martinelli? Like the, those times when it's just like they, like, what was it? I Was it the Newcastle game where, where yeah, I think it was Gabrielle um, Martinelli. No, 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 no. I'm thinking of um, Brighton, where Martinelli literally started on the other side of, uh, who, who was he up against? Lamptey? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and and that ball, that assist from Odegaard and Martinelli just beat him for pace. So yeah, yeah. was beaten for pace on that one. Like re- football, I, there's something even though it's like a physical, not a technical attribute. There's something I just love about Arsenal having pl- insanely quick players, not yeah. not the Walcott on their bikes whose pedal falls off. I'm talking like <laughs> raw. That was my favorite pace. part of the show. And in, fair, the in fairness, when Theo Walcott did burst in behind back in his heyday, I mean it was. It was something. Um, I don't know if you've got heyday in there, by the way. But 
And, and yeah. also, that's what Henri used to do. Remember when Henri used to just be like, I'm just going to kick the ball past you, and he'd be like a mile the other way, and he's just like, I, I, I'm just going to beat you for pace. It's just so exciting. Mm. Whenever you hear the phrase, they were beaten for pace, there's an exciting moment happening. So that's yeah, why I go for that one. Yeah. Mm. Um, so uh, so it's two for that. I, You know what? We're not going to end up with a Desmond here because I'm also going with beaten for pace. Uh, I love the concept of Desmond. I think it's it's hilarious. I, uh, I've been worried to say it in some situations. I always pick a 2-2 draw whenever I'm asked to pick the result of a game because I don't want to get too, uh, too into it. And, uh, and, and uh, you know, look, Sophie's making a good point. If bags of pace are in, can beaten of pace for pace still get in? And, and the answer is yes, they can be. And the fact that they may end up having a round of 32 matchup can't dissuade us because it's, it's all randomized. Be. It's not going to uh, be. And in fact, there it's a random draw for the round of 32 once we have the winner. So, um, so they wouldn't necessarily be meeting that early. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm going to go with beaten for pace because, again, I, I mean, that beaten for pace, I think, like in the States, grammatically – it doesn't work. It's a sentence fragment, I believe. And and that's why I like it so much. So mm. beaten for pace, three, uh, Desmond, nil. Dan, is it going to be a clean? A clean well, had it been 2-1, I might have made it Desmond, but no, I'm going to go 4 nil. <laughs> Just out of out of uh, yeah. sentimental reasons. Yeah, beaten for pace. Well, I can tell you that the judges, the highly esteemed, very well-trained and, and respected judges have gone completely <laughs> against the chat on this one. Mm. We've, we've got Desmond uh, from from Sophie. We've got John uh, from Dublin uh, in here. We've got uh, we've got King Joey, who who you know just feels that much stronger than everybody else about these. Uh, I think it's when when you're watching a game and you're not really paying attention or something like a, a Burnley versus Stoke or something, and then you hear kind of oh he's been beaten for pace. You'll kind of look up and see what's going on. So I think yeah. it has to be that one. Right. Yeah. No, I agree. Um, can I just Desmond, say we... Desmonds are more in predictions than they are in the game process. Yeah. Not like, oh, one more goal and we've got a Desmond. I mean, you don't you don't really hear that. So that's true. Can I can I just say while beaten for pace and bags of pace is is like a, a local derby, I think cool as you like versus get stuck in. That's it's not a derby, but that's a real rivalry. Yeah. 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 Like, I mean, you, have to, you have to decide whether you have to decide whether, you know, which approach in life you have and, and that's and just, it. This is more almost like you would see this in a in a psychological evaluation for an employer or something like that because it tells a lot about the person. Um, so let's learn about each other here, and um, and and I believe we start with you, Aston. And, yeah, um, I, I, I love the, I, I love that uh, that dichotomy that's going on, that real like difference of worlds. Because mm-hmm. you know, as cool as you like, when Arsenal are playing slick, something slick just happened, right? Like when when or or it's like the uh, Henri penalty or free kick take, or or it's just something just magic just happened and they just do it and walk off as cool as you like but mm-hmm. get stuck in ooh ooh there's some times when it's like like you know what's funny is like i feel like when you're younger maybe this is me this is my experience with football when i was younger i was really more into the thing that made me fall in love with arsenal was the quick patterns and the way that we played but the older i get the more i'm just like man those, those computer I, generated triangles that you used to find so many pockets of space in yeah exactly exactly Nerd. yeah 
listen, I am I am what I am. Says the guy who's in, in the entrance video as a nine year old wearing a fucking calculator outfit for Halloween or an Atari outfit. So who am I to call someone a nerd? But um, but but yeah, it gets stuck in. Like sometimes you're just like get, because it doesn't always have to be like the Newcastle gets stuck in. Sometimes when you're getting stuck in, it's like in a very like you're dominating the game and then like they just try one counter attack on you and your your defense just gets stuck in and doesn't allow them to even breathe and that's that's also intense um i'm gonna go have to go as cool as you like because that reminds me of baba boom okay now i knew going in and and it's good timing for self to get here because she uses stuck in all the time uh kevin loves stuck in all the time um the only thing is, again, I'm, I'm hearing the voice, and while I said most of these, I either hear in one of two jo- voices, either uh, either Peter Drury or Lee Judges. Cool as you like is so Lee Dixon. Um, you know, he'll just sit there and, and cool as you like, and uh, and and so I want him to have the opportunity to uh, to you know to comment on that, and so I'm going with cool as you like. Um, Remind me again. My, my mind is going here. Uh, what is the score so far? Uh, two zero, and we've got to go to James. Not James. Um, um, Daniel. Daniel, sorry. You muted. Yeah, I muted myself. Cool as you like reminds me of kind of Hakimi in the World Cup and that penalty at the end. Yeah. Mm. But I have to say, get stuck in because you know our late friend. Our like Guna friend Vinny Eagle, he was constantly going on about loving players to get stuck in, and it has to be that. Just for me, mm, yeah. I, mean, I, I do love players getting stuck in, but for some reason, the 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 whole cool as you like thing. All right, so it's two one. Uh, James, are we going about to have a Desmond? So, I think with get stuck in, I think it depends massively on how you've heard it in your life, and how I heard it a lot was playing for my school football team with my coach or PE teacher on the touchline screaming, get stuck in. And all I wanted to shout back was, please tell the rugby player who's playing right back for us how to kick a football. (laughs) And basically, the whole moral of the story was, I often found at kind of grassroots level of football that it was more about how much you could run around and tackle and kick people and, and look busy more than it was about can you actually just take a first touch and pass a football and then get it and then pass it to someone else? And then, you know, so I'm all about cool as you like. I'm all about technique. I'm all about, yeah, that. Um, and I understand, listen, when I'm watching Arsenal and things go get, get a bit crazy and I see Gabriel putting in a crunching tackle, I love it. But from my experience, I'm just all I'm, I'm about cool as you like. So I'm making it 3-1. You know who is cool as you like? Remember uh, the bird catcher Ainsley Maitland Niles taking penalties? Cool as you like. He was good at penalties. Um, Unbelievable! I watched I watched a compilation of his penalties the other day. It popped up on Twitter. Um, unreal, unreal penalty taker. Yeah, yeah, it really is. Sorry, sorry, self about get stuck in. Now it has been pointed out by eagle-eyed Daniel Robert in our private chat that I have a duplicate in here, which is didn't know much about it. Um, so we are going to have a substitute. So disregard what you're seeing here. And uh, you will now be voting on six of one, half a dozen of the other against from strength to strength. 
a late Ooh. entry into the tournament. There, there's been a uh, there's been an emergency, and from strength to strength, has was the closest team with clean kits ready to come in and play the game. Um, so uh, for this last one, I believe we begin with um, with me. See you. I'm gonna go. You know what? Oh, six of one, half a dozen of the other. From strength to strength, um, I've got to go with six of one, half a dozen of the other. That's going to be my pick. For yeah, this. I feel like that will flat out win it. Um, six of one, half a dozen of the other. But strength to strength is something that you hear all the time. Um, Arsenal going from strength to strength, winning every game, and nah, it's got to be the other one. Do you know what I love about six of one, half a dozen of the other? Right? Okay. So the, uh, my immediate thought is. Um, you know, there's a, there's been a foul. The referees had to had to blow the whistle, and on replay, they've seen well. Both of them were going at it. You know, they both pulled each other's shirt, or whatever. The thing I love about it is instead of just saying, "Oh, well, they're both involved," which is quite a quick way of saying it, they just re- six of one, half a dozen of the other. Like it's quite a long <laughs> yeah, way. Well, isn't it typically <laughs> English to use like twelve words when you could use three? I mean, it's, like, that's what yeah, I like about it. It's just hold on. I you know just say both, um, so I'm going I'm going for six of one half a dozen the other because again it's and also they're trying to sound clever like you know half a dozen it's the same as six you know? <laughs> so it's kind of I've I've yet to hear you know Ian Dark like like explain the the phrase but I, it would be fun to do that just like you know yeah it's like you know what I mean Mike you know um. So... <laughs> Yeah, if if for so shocker, this was the one I literally texted to Mike. I was like, make sure that this one's in here, which is six of one, half a dozen of the other. And the reason for that, there's actually an even deeper reason. It's on form, and what I mean by that is they say it every game now. It didn't like go back ten years, and I promise you, you heard it like once, once every few games or whatever. Right now, it's the like inform phrase like i i swear i hear it every game now and so i gotta give it to it because it's ridiculous like who the hell talks like that like uh, like demsec is so right he said in the comments you could just say 50 50 yeah (laughs) so true but like could you could you imagine could you imagine like you know uh you know when you kind of are making scram like you're trying to make an omelet and it ends up as scrambled eggs but it's kind of still an omelet you're like yeah it's six of one half a dozen like it just doesn't mean anything yeah it no it doesn't and it's great um it's so unnecessarily verbose um so we have ladies and gentlemen we have our round of 64 uh, only took us, you know, four and a half hours. This, this uh, next year's potathon, we're just playing. We're just doing this, and it will last twenty-seven hours, and we'll raise tons of money. But uh, ne- if you don't, if you like this, tell eight friends, and then they'll tell a friend, and so on and so on. Um, but uh, but yeah, Tuesday, this panel was amazing. And you 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 got the game you got the game from the beginning. We knew we knew Daniel would, but but James, this you know, 24 hours ago, you had no idea that this competition existed, and yet you've brought it to. Uh, I mean, the TV contract that we're about to get is because largely because of your analytics and um, and, and incredible choice making. So well, thank you so much. Yeah, and and uh, and next Tuesday we're going to the big dogs. We got we got the the people who use these on a regular basis. Lee Dixon, P. 
Peter Drury, Sophie Nicolau will be uh, along with myself and Jared on Tuesday to take this uh, competition to the next level, get from 64 to 32, and then uh, we will have a draw for the round of 32 where everybody gets mixed back up again. Um, there's no group limitations. You know, cool as you like could go up against, uh, you know, Sublime or having a mayor. I mean, it, it, you could see literally anything happen, and you have to tune in to find out. Um, and then uh, after the draw, we will have the finals where we go from 32 all the way down to our champion, and we'll get two or three really good guests. I have a few people in mind. If you've been watching our podcast, you know that we love to have football commentators on, and I'm sure you'll you'll recognize uh, some of the repeat guests that we're looking to have on for the final one. But uh, it's been fun, Daniel. Has has this has this exceeded, met, or just absolutely capitulated your your expectations? Oh. Yeah, I mean, I, it was going to be a lot of fun in the comments, but then when you asked me to join, it's, it's a no-brainer. I had to. Yeah, um, yeah like you know, yeah, he's he supported us since the beginning, uh, and by the beginning, I mean like two thirds of the way through our our uh, our podcasting careers. But uh, you know, the, when when someone when something is clearly important to somebody, I I'm a giver. I, I like to give and and bestow upon you the honor of of being able to send cool as you like through yeah uh, i mean whether something like this or bird leno content is has yeah. to be my way to i mean and there's an open spot on your wall for a photo of your experience today uh to be to be memorialized yeah. forever having daniel on is like the is like uh when you had a young noble meet peter drury like you're just out there just making dreams happen you might as well stop calling yourself magic mike and start calling yourself the make-a-wish foundation because dreams come true my, the make-a-wish foundation yeah, the Mike Oisha Foundation. Oh, what I, I actually love that. What I love about this first round that we had, by the way, I think there was so much drama, so much intensity. And if you want to see more, I mean, we had we had uh, absolute smashings for nils. We had some upsets, contra controversies, stuck in, didn't get there. Shambles, shambles goes out in the first round. I mean, it's you true. love to see it. It was an intense well-fought game uh well-fought first round and I, and I i personally can't even imagine how this will all end up you, you never know and that's the beauty of the competition because it's about the draw it's about the judges and uh you know it, it it's even about the economy sometimes um you know and and uh you just never know what's going to happen but what i do what i can tell you is when it's going to happen and that's next tuesday night special starting time of 8 p.m because I have solved the issue with, with Highbury Squad stealing all of our viewers that they gave us in the first place uh, by not doing a show on Tuesday and having uh, the lovely Sophie on with us as one of the judges. So 8 p.m. UK time on Tuesday, the 10th of January. We go from 64 to, to 32. James, thanks for joining us. Thank you so much uh, wait, for real me. quick, real, I've loved it. It's your second appearance out of two on our podcast where we where we barely even spoken about Arsenal. So uh, <laughs> it's considering true, but... you are uh, an incredible guy to talk about Arsenal with, we'll you know, we won't be waiting that long to have you back on again. I hope I well, appreciate that. that. I really look forward to seeing you soon as well in London. I think it's gonna be great. Aston, you've got to come down soon, man. I know. Trust me, trust me. For reasons we can't talk about on this podcast, I need to be there. All right, uh, we'll, we'll chat on WhatsApp. Uh, but yeah, yeah, I wanted to. Does it involve uh, something happening early doors? 
<laughs> let's just, let's just say we're gonna it's gonna be uh, we're gonna go sh from strength to strength that day. Okay. Nice. Yes. Um. Hope I hope nobody fluffs their lines. Listen, I wanna I wanna say before we uh, before we sign off here, um, we do have the prelims happening um, next week, but don't forget we are ramping up the coverage and the amount of content that we are producing. Don't um, we have a week in review tomorrow? If you want to if you want to get caught up with this week in Arsenal, and don't forget on Monday we have the post game open mic. If you want to come on the show and sound off about what you feel about the Arsenal game, make sure you're here for the um, um, make sure you're here for the post. Um, well, if I could talk, open the mic show. It's the Oxford Review. Uh, yeah, the I made, Oxford I Review. I, I made the uh, the phrase Oxford Review up. Uh, it's never been used before. So, is that going to be on next year's edition of the World Cup? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, that's Monday, Tuesday, and then uh, and then I'm off to to London on Wednesday. So I, it, we'll, we'll see what the schedule programming is going to be. The huge moment comes Thursday morning when we check into the uh, or, or Friday morning, actually, when I check into our proper Airbnb where we'll be for 10 days up, up in uh, N5 and find out what the Internet is like. If it's anything like it was the last time I was over, that's not a good thing. Uh, so we'll see how much content. Some of it might be preloaded. Some of it might be videotapes of me running around making a fool of myself with other people. Um, but uh, we'll, we'll do some stuff. And I'm, sure, I'm sure AFTV can offer a hand. Um, was, you know what? I'm I'm game. I'm I'm ready for some collaboration. I was about yeah. to say, like, while Mike's while Mike's I'll away, bring we'll you just some replace him with okay? James. I know I know you want my, our viewers. I will bring you all 24 people that are here today. <laughs> Listen, I'll call you. You're see, welcome. Man. It's gonna be really good. It's gonna be some fun. And uh, and Daniel, uh, make sure you're around as well. We are doing, and I'm and I mean this sincerely. We are doing a, just an open like if you're around London around North London have the ability to join us on Friday night. It's Friday week. It's a week from this Friday, the 13th. Um, I believe I'll, I'll clarify, but I think around 8 PM or so seven or 8 PM, maybe we should make it 7 PM and then we can all watch the Highbury squad together from there. But uh, we're going to be at, at uh, having lamb ribs and Turkish food at, uh, uh, at Yildiz uh, on Blackstock road, right near the uh, intersection of Blackstock road and, and Gillespie. Just a fun dinner, hang out. Maybe we'll even do some live content. James, if you're free that Friday night, Dan, come on down and uh, and join us. And uh, it should just be a good time. If there's anything better than a steak at, in Bournemouth, then yeah, that that <laughs> I'm I'm quite sure these lamb ribs are going to be better than that goddamn steak with the coughing all over. It. <laughs> I told Aston I still never let you forget that. It's really not nice of me, but um, oh, I never have a cough as well. But it was the one <laughs> the one day. It was right during COVID, and I was going to see Danny, the GFP, the next day, and you know his his immune system ain't great. So, uh, so yeah, I was like, maybe I'll I'll wait to tell Danny that that I you know was in a a, a phlegm chamber for the entire. <laughs> but anyway, uh, this has been the preliminary round of the Gooners podcast, uh, episode seven point seven one. Join us on Friday for the Gooners Pod Arsenal Week in Review. Oh, the production values of this podcast, I got to tell you. It never ceases to amaze me. Um, and this has been The Gooners Pod. Thanks for joining us. Watching The Gooners Podcast, a production of TGP Media, wholly on subsidiary of Wanker Broadcasting Company Limited, PLC. 
all rights and likenesses, except for Owens, are available for purchase and distribution according to the historical tenets of bird law. Make sure to check out the Gooners podcast on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash TGP. Find Gooners V Cancer at GoonersVCancer.com. And don't forget, get them credit cards out. The Gooners Podcast has been brought to you thanks to a generous investment from Elon Musk, as well as the letter G and the number 69. Remember, Gooner family, that time get better everywhere they go. TGP out.